What's up, gamers? Today we... I don't know how to start it. How, how should we start? I don't know. Let's I don't have to start this one. Let's <laughs> keep it going. Uh, d- uh, d- we're doing a new type of episode. God, that was awesome. <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> I do that every time. Uh, this is weird, having to start it. What's up, gamers? Welcome to our new segment, One Track Gamers Talk. And today we picked a very sp- oh wait today we it's me and Amanda it's, it is it's the it's the producer that's me yeah yeah and me so yeah no John this time um this is gonna be a new segment we do where we're gonna talk about a specific game and kind of rip it open get into its guts um, mutilate it um, and just kind of comb over it just carefully and just kind of discuss it we're gonna comb over a mutilated thing yes. We're going to need a new comb. We need a bigger comb. It's going to get messy. <laughs> so we're going to try to pick games that we love and have a passion for, so it's more fun to talk about. Um, yeah, that's the idea. This is a, a new idea. We'll see if it takes off, and uh, hopefully they're fun to do. Yeah, it should be. It's fun so far. Oh, but it looks like you're having fun. 12 seconds in. <laughs> so for the first one, we decided to do Super Mario Galaxy for the Wii. That's and a game. Wow, this was a great game. Thoughts, Amanda? How great was it? It was so great. Uh-huh. I bought it twice. Or did you buy it three times? I bought it three times. No, twice. Twice. Because I bought it the first time, and then it mysteriously vanished. Still don't know where it went. We don't lose games. No. That's the thing. We take care of everything. We've never lost a game, and someone had to steal it. I don't know. At the other house? I don't know. It's a mystery. It's such a good game. People wanted to steal it. I guess. Yeah. So me and Amanda played this one. It is two-player co-op. So it's two-player co-op. It's not kind of. Well, the second player really can't do much. They could do a lot. Not in this one. They can do more in two. Can they? Yeah. You sure? Mm Mm-hmm. The second one, they can help you kill enemies. This one, they can't. Oh. Well, the second player can. It's just uh, pointing the Wii remote at the screen, and you can shoot star bits at enemies. You can hold them in place, and you can collect star bits by hovering over the oh, over yeah. them. Very helpful. <laughs> it actually is. That sounded sarcastic, but it wasn't. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, all right, Amanda, do you want to give us the facts of this game or release and all that? All righty. Um... So, this game came out in North America November 12th, 2007. So, it is nine years old. Yeah. Holds up pretty well. Yeah, it does. Um, it was the third 3D-style Mario game to be released, and the eighth main installment of a Mario game. Right on. You don't sound interested in these facts. I am super interested <laughs> in these facts. Um, it was the eighth best-selling Wii game. That's surprising. Is that low? It seems like it, it would be higher. Yeah, it's a definitive game. Like it's really good. It's like what are the other games on that list? Yeah. Um, its overall ratings were an average of ninety-seven percent. Nice. And it had since it did so well, it had a sequel that came out in May two thousand and ten. So three, three years, years later. for the sequel. And that was great too. We're not talking about the sequel. Nope. We're talking about the original. That's right. 
Is that all the facts? That's all I wrote down. That is cool. That's all you get to care about. All right. I care. Do you? I do. It's Mario. Okay. Do you care more about Mario or Luigi? Um, To be honest, Luigi. Really? Yeah. When did they start giving Luigi a personality? Mm. Took a while. Well, when they made Smash, they couldn't make Mario and Luigi the same. Mm-hmm. So they changed him up a little bit there. In the Mario and Luigi RPG games, they gave him a different personality, starting with the first one, which I believe is Superstar Saga, mm-hmm. which was a Game Boy Advanced. So, he, yeah, he was already different then. I don't know. That's the earliest I know of. Mm. Um, okay, so let's discuss the story a little bit. Okay. So, not much story, because it's a Mario game, but still... For a Mario game, I would argue that this might have one of the best stories. You know what I like about this story? What's that? You don't keep seeing Peach the whole time. Um, what's wrong with Peach? Everything. You know what's wrong with Peach. I don't. Yes, you do. We're not getting on that. <laughs> well, it also introduces a new princess. Mm-hmm. First time you see Rosalina. And she's a favorite among a lot of people. A lot of people. Um, but she's cool because she's essentially... Well, actually, let's not spoil what she is first. But let's go to the well, story. Well, I thought that's what we were on. No, no, <laughs> but we're going to talk about an order. Okay. So there's Mario. Mm-hmm. That's characters, not story. Well, I'm, I'm setting the scene. Oh, okay. Please. So... G- give me the rundown. How does the story go? Well, there's something called the Star Festival. Because as you know, with every Mario iteration, there's like a new festival that's celebrated often that you've never heard of. Mm-hmm. So the Star Festival and Princess Peach invites Mario, of course, uh-huh. as is the norm. And then as Mario's running with his arms straight out like a plane, he's so happy to go there. There's a uh, Bowser invades the Mushroom Kingdom. You think he'd get tired of this? No, he always gets it, though. He's really good at the initial invasion. And then he just can't Keep stop it. Mario. Like, I see. But he always wins at the beginning. <laughs> so, um, this star festival, I guess, is the celebrated comet that passes overhead every so many years. I don't know how many years, because the wiki link does not say. And You're not reading out of a wiki link, oh, are you? My notes, to be your no, my personal notes don't say. Um, so, Bowser invades... And he has a fleet of airships, and he summons a gigantic flying saucer. Has there been a flying saucer in Mario before? I'm trying to remember the flying saucer. I don't remember the flying saucer. We did play it not too long ago. Yeah, I don't remember it being a flying saucer, but okay. Well, so the whole castle, he's tired of just stealing Peach. He just picks up the whole castle and takes it away because it's easier. Yeah, he's done that before, too. And takes it into outer space with the UFO. Okay. Okay. Where did he get the UFO? He probably built it. Wow. I didn't realize he was such an engineering genius. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was one time uh, Paper Mario, not to go too far into this one, but he secretly, secretly built a whole castle right underneath hers. So all he did was activate it and just lifted it straight up. Wow. No, he's Bowser's a genius. Apparently. Yeah. So, Mario's still at the castle's base, back on the floor, until Kamek, which is one of Bowser's minions, launches Mario onto a small planet with his magic. 
Wait, he wasn't on Earth. No, he was still outside the castle. So Mario went up to space with them, but then he got knocked out mm-hmm. onto a tiny little planet. So there he meets Rosalina. Now, is this the planet that is shaped like your head? No. That's in two. That's in two. Okay. Oh, yeah, this one had the better hub thingy. Yes. Okay. Well, it was bigger, though, so it took longer to get around. True, but it had the little warp point things. Yeah. unlock that would take you to different levels. But in two, you didn't have to run around the hub if you didn't want to. It was like a classic choose your level. Mm-hmm. So quicker, but I don't know. Personal preference. I think I like twos more. I think the planet shaped like your head is stupid, so. Yeah. Wait, shaped like my head is stupid? Any it's head. Rude. A planet shaped like a head? That'd be oh, dumb. Okay. All right, so he meets Rosalina and her companions, the Lumas, which are just stars with faces, mm-hmm. or with eyes, I guess. They're magic. They wiggle. So Rosalina reveals that she is the Watcher of the Stars, and she uses the Comet Observatory to travel across the universe. However, Bowser has stolen all the power stars that act as the power source for the observatory, making it immobile. So to do his thing, he stole all the power stars. Mm-hmm. So once again... Like power stars. You with me so far? Yeah. Are you riveted? I was expecting a more animated description of the game. Oh, well, you want to get animated? Well, hold on. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to collect power so, stars. Well, the power stars Bowser uses to power his UFO to travel in the space. Mm-hmm. So he jacked all of her fuel, and now she's just stuck. Mm-hmm. So you travel to different planets and collect well, stars to power. Not yet. For you see, it seems more better if this is right in front of me. Yeah, but. For you see, he sets off on a journey. To, yes, okay, he gets a, he gets the stars. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the next part. So you go through the hub. There's like seven, seven or eight worlds. I don't know. Uh, I don't remember. You travel around the sections of the the thing. Her observatory. Mm-hmm. And as you click the stars, see the levels, and it powers it up a little bit, and you go to the next one, and you bring life back to this thing. Mm-hmm. And she has the library, like a kitchen, yep. an engine room. Now, the library, she's just sitting in there, and she'll read like a storybook to the Lumas you rescue, right? Well, once you get so many, it'll say a new page is available. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you go to the library, and she's sitting there, and she's reading a story of basically her past. Mm-hmm. And it's a really sad story. Yeah. But it gives you some of that. Gives her more personality than other yeah. people. Mm-hmm. So, I don't have that story on me. But basically... Her mother leaves her and she makes stars to travel around to try and find a galaxy. Her mom dies. Yeah, that too. I said leaves her. But Spoiler. she didn't just like leave. She just straight up dies. Spoiler. And then she's like stranded on this little planet by herself. Mm-hmm. And then she there's a Luma with her. And they decide to like make this fort and they do it. And then, uh, they fig- I don't know, they figure out a way to, no, they're stuck there. They live there and they're happy. And then like another Luma comes and another one and then they build it bigger. And then she kind of becomes this mother of all these star bits. Um, and then I think it was something like the soul of her mom was like in the star bits or something else too at the end. And, I don't know. It was really sad. It was shockingly depressing for a Mario game. <laughs> but that's fine. 
it made people like the character more. Plus, yeah. she looks cool, right? Mm. She don't wear pink, so that's fine with you. Yeah. She wears blue. Better. She's completely taken over Daisy's spot, who was kind of the runner-up princess that was the filler for any Mario Kart or Mario Tennis game. Yeah, I don't think Daisy was ever actually featured in really any of the main games, though. So Main games? Her being I don't not think there so. doesn't really matter. But she was in, like, it's like Waluigi. She was in, like, mm. every side game. Mm. But then as soon as Rosalina came, you haven't seen her as much. That's all right. Daisy had no point. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the game plays out a lot like Super Mario 64, where it's like you go to a, warp down to a world, and you have a task to complete, mm-hmm. and there's stuff to collect, and um, star bits. And you go bits. back to the same world multiple times to accomplish different goals. Yes. Every time you go, you pick which star you're going for, and it can slightly alter the world, let you go further, or whatnot. Um. Really fun game. The controls are very unique because it has this gravity feature where you're on a planet. It could be a really small planet, and as you run, some of them are so small you can circle the planet in under 10 seconds. So the controls are kind of backwards sometimes if you're upside down and you're using the Wii stick and the Wii remote, mm-hmm. the nunchuck, and it's it's a little weird to get used to. Um, with two, they perfected it, though, I'd say. Mm-hmm. But... Same controls as 64. Still did the long jump and the triple jump and kept all that. Yeah, so controls are pretty good. Um, do you remember the total amount of stars there are? I a do. lot. So Still you go 12? through. All right, uh, more than that. So there's 120 you collect mm-hmm. as Mario. And then once you collect 80, you can beat the game and beat Bowser. But if you collect all 120 and then you beat Bowser again, you'll get one extra star. So you have 121. Mm-hmm. Then you'll unlock Luigi mode where you can play as Luigi. And every single thing again. Yes. You can collect 121 more stars, which is a lot of, that's a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, he controls differently. Yeah. He jumps higher and he's slower. Mm-hmm. And he he can't like stop as easy, right? Like whenever you yeah. stop moving, he just takes a few more steps, so it really throws you off. It's on like you're slippery. on ice all the time, mm-hmm. and when you're on ice, it's worse. So it's tougher. Mm-hmm. However, the bigger jumps are nicer because he can clear some gaps better than Mario. But I made it through. Like we replayed this not that long ago. I actually we we beat it, and then I went back and I collected all the one twenty one stars. And then got Luigi and started playing with him and realized, like, I just, I can't do it again mm. so quick. Go back to it way later on. But it's just, I don't know, it's so many stars <laughs> to collect. Some of them, they get so tough at the end. Yeah. Um, so this game's power-ups include the bee suit. Yeah, some new power-ups. So the bee suit, where you hold down A and it'll let you fly up for a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And if you hit water, you lose it, right? Yep. Can't touch water. Um, the spring thing sucks. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, you constantly jump, and you have to time the jump button perfectly, and that'll let you fly really high. But it's very tough to control because you're always moving. You can't jump in place. You're always moving forward, I want to say. He, like, springs. Like, he goes from the top end to the bottom end to the top, like a like yeah. slinky type thing. So it won't just let you hold still and get your bearings. Yeah. 
Um, obviously, there's the firepower still. Yep, um, they kept that the same. Were there any others? I feel like there was. Was there... Um, Hold on. There's the Boo Mario. Oh, or yeah, your ghost, ghost Mario. You can turn invisible, and I think you can go through like some walls. Mm-hmm. Or you can float. That was a good one. I think that was it. There's also a power-up called the Rainbow Star that is just like a power star. It makes you invincible for a short time. You can kill anything. Hmm. Um, ice Flower. Let's you throw ice balls instead, and on water it makes a platform for a minute. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's most of them. Okay. Um, so, worlds. Did you like any of the worlds a lot or dislike any of them? Um, or at a certain level, yeah, any of them stand out? They were all pretty great to look at. There's mm-hmm. none that were so annoying that I, I hated, like the clock tower in, 60, or in Mario 64 mm-hmm. that just you dread doing. They're all pretty good. Um, the ones I liked to look at the most, there were some water ones where the whole planet's like a tube of water that just like circles around. It's a racetrack. Mm-hmm. And while the levels can be frustrating because you have to aim with the aiming at the with the Wii remote pointing at the screen and tilting it left and right to steer left and right that's never yeah, works out the racing the controls w- weren't good yeah the world was gorgeous but uh that's probably my favorite one how about you um i don't remember i know i didn't like the ones where you had to like balance on top of a ball and um yeah. take a path and try not to fall off the path because it was the same controls as that where it's tilting the control but then whenever you got to an enemy you had to like put or do the Wii mode just like a jerk up kind of thing to make him pop up and then you're still on a very small little platform path so it was way too easy to fall and then speeding up to make a jump like yep. why is Mario being a circus act performer just yeah, you had to hold it str- the Wii remote straight up like a joystick, mm-hmm. and you tilt it slightly the direction. But yeah, it's it was tough. Yeah, that way I didn't I didn't care for those. What about the bubble mechanic? Bubble. There's times where you're actually not even just the bubble. Well, in the bubble one, you point the Wii remote at the screen, and you the oh, the yeah, cursor acts the... like a blower, so it'll push Mario whatever direction you're you're holding it toward the bubble. And use the little star bit things that are there to kind of grab onto and like pull yourself to them. The little that's no, that's that's the other one. But the bubble, you just couldn't touch any walls, and you had to like get around oh. ways and stuff. But you, the one you're talking about, yeah, you have to hold, you have to grip onto the stars that are stuck. And if you let go and don't hold one for three seconds, you fall. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to make it through a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I didn't care for those as much either because they're just dodging a bunch of space debris and junk. Mm-hmm. But, and then sometimes, like, when you fall off of a planet, it doesn't really make sh- sense why, like, you fall to your death versus landing on a planet. Like, yeah, not all planets you can walk all the way around. Mm-hmm. Some of them just end for no reason. So, so it's kind of hard to keep track of which ones you can actually do everything on or jump and land on. It's like, uh, you're doing a mad dash leap of faith. It's like, I don't know if you're going to land on something or just sink because it's not always consistent. Yeah. Sometimes the gravity on two planets close to each other can screw it up, and you'll try to jump to one, and the gravity will catch you from both sides and like fling you the the other way. It's it's mm-hmm. really wonky, but overall they they did a good job at the first try for this kind of control. Mm-hmm. I mean, then Sonic Lost World tried to rip it, and it just failed. Oh my gosh, it was horrible. 
I also liked the kind of some of the toy box level that had like the old eight bit Mario. Oh yeah. The platforms. Yep. Toy trains you have to ride on and pound the switches to activate something else to start. Those Mm. were fun. Yeah. All right. So the end of the story. The end of the story. Okay. All right. So this is so say you get you did that. Played with all those levels. You got all the levels. You got 120 stars because you're a completionist like me, and you're going to fight Bowser. Okay. You grab him by the tail, and you spin him. Um, no. Do you let him <coughs> booty drop on those platforms, and then he lights his butt on fire because he miscalculated, and he broke the platform? Yes. He's got a hot butt. Really? Apparently. Okay. So, after you get all the stars, mm-hmm. the observatory turns mm-hmm. back into a comet, and you mm-hmm. find out, oh... The comet we've been worshipping for years is actually this observatory, and she just flies around. She just likes to be praised. That's pretty cool. I don't think she knew people were praising her, though. Uh, she did. Are you sure? She, yep. She's a megalomaniac. She, she's oh, like, she's that vain? me. She's vain. I will be your god. Wow. hmm I like her more now. <laughs> so, it flies to the center of the universe where Bowser went with the castle and Peach, because Bowser... This is probably his most devious plan yet. <laughs> he wants to just make a new universe. With just him. Just him and Peach and his kids. And Baby Bowser. His other kids weren't in this one. Yeah. But yeah, he wanted to just create a new universe. Just kind of crazy. I'm surprised he knew that he could do that. Like, all right, I'm going to make this spaceship. I'm going to figure out how to steal a castle entirely on my spaceship. I'm going to fly it to space and, you know, find a remote corner of the galaxy. And then I'm going to use power stars that I happen to know exist and I stole from other planets along the way. And I am going to make my own universe. Yeah. Like, how did he know that that was even possible? Well, he's had a lot of reason. Well, he's had a lot of time to figure out how can I come at Mario a different way? How can I create a galaxy? Like, I'm pretty sure he doesn't have a library of Devious Plots 101 and then all the way up to, like, 1001. Well, he's got a lot of underlings. So they could all be doing research and stuff for him. And he's got a lot of smart, like, Kamek. Is Kamek smart? Yeah. I don't know. He's the one that's, he or she, I never know (laughs) what it is, but he's the one that's always, like, whispering stuff in his ear and, and guiding him. Yeah. To failure each time, you should fire that advisor. Without the advisor, I don't know if Bowser would come up with such good plans. But you just said he was a genius. He's a genius. But Kamek, I mean, okay, you got two geniuses. Double the You're going to have double, double the fun. Yeah, double the evil plans with dopamine gum. Sweet. Anyway, so Mario goes, confronts Bowser, and finds out he wants to rule the entire universe with Peach at his side and make a new. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I misspoke. He doesn't want to make a universe. He wants to make a new sun. So he's trying to create a sun with all the power Bowser stars. Sucks. That's not. Oh no no not that kind of sun. Oh. He wants to make a new sun with with Peach. See. No, like in the in the in the in the space. Oh. A big ball of burning gas. I see. He wants to make a new one of those. So. Mario beats him, of course. Of course. As always. By getting him to jump and light his butt on fire. Yeah, so, so real quick, let's go over the fight. So you're on this smaller planet. Um, you could probably run 
a full lap around it in about about 15 seconds and there's i think you're on you're on the the thing he's making to to create the sun because mm-hmm. it's like a metal ball with these windows around it and inside is the you can see it starting so he'll kind of like roll at you and run at you you dodge him but every now and then he'll jump really high in the air and do a butt slam down to where you're at so you have to position yourself on one of the windows so when he slams down it breaks the window and the fire hits his butt and he starts running mm-hmm. so he'll run opposite direction from you so you have to run the other direction so you meet him on the other side of the world when he sees you he'll he'll freak out turn around and run away you have to run up to his tail do your spit attack and smack him then he'll flip upside down on a shell and keep moving that direction then you have to do the opposite run the opposite way hit him again and he'll you have to keep repeating that hitting him faster and faster and eventually you'll damage him mm-hmm. um i think you do it three times but at one point he moves the fight to another location but it's the same thing mm-hmm. it's a pretty fun fight I liked it more than, than 64, where you hit him, spin him around. And try and throw him off a platform. Try to angle him toward a bomb, because it's really tough, because you can't just throw him off. You have to hit a bomb, and that's going to be tough to hit. So this was a fun fight. Hmm. Music was good, too. That's an, another thing that I forgot to mention. The music in this game is phenomenal. Do you like it? I love it. It's probably my favorite music from any Mario game. Hmm. It's got some great scores. So if you get a chance, look him up on YouTube or something. Amanda? I don't have that chance. Why not? I don't know. (laughs) Okay. So, like, all the boss fights in the game are kind of the same principle, though. Like, you end up spin attacking them at some point. Well, there's that one... Well... Yeah, spin attack's your main attack in this game, so... Yep, so you spin attack them. Yeah, but there's different ways to fight You run around on a small planet and you spin attack. No. Got it. It's not, no, you're wrong. No, no, I remember you spin attacking pretty much all of them. You spin attack at some point during the fights, but there's different ways to defeat each boss. Each boss is not the same as Bowser. You spin attack. Really? It's like saying every Witcher enemy is the same because you swing your sword. True. Every single boss you fight the exact same way because you just swing a sword. Yep, you dodge and you swing a sword. I agree. What about Zelda? Swing your sword? Yep. They're all the same cut and paste. Doesn't matter if it's Phantom, Ganondorf, or or Dodongo. You just swing your sword. Dodge and swing a sword. Well, news for you. King Dodongo, you don't fight just with a sword. You have to use bombs. Well, you can do other things, too, but that's not the majority of it. We're not talking about Zelda right now. It's bombs. You throw we're bombs not, at them. We're not talking about Zelda right and now. And then you hit them with a sword. We're but not without talking just about a sword, you're Zelda. not going to be able to do it. That's what you think. That's what I know. If you do it long enough. Question me on do it hard enough. Ocarina. <laughs> okay. So after Mario beats Bowser and frees Peach, Bowser's sun collapses in itself and becomes a super massive black hole. That sucks. That does suck. Right? That's he's a causes all kind of problems. Scale of one to ten, how bad does that suck? Well, how close are you to it? Well, you fought him on it. Well, that's probably pretty bad. I think you're back at the castle at this point. Because beating him blew you up and you both landed at the castle. Mm. But yeah, it's right next to you. So it starts just sucking everything in, because that's what they do. Because it sucks. Because it sucks. And then, so all of Rosalina's Lumas jump into the black hole to destroy it, and they all sacrifice themselves in the process. Another very dark 
moment because you've been helping them this whole time. Right. And they actually kill themselves to help you. Especially those greedy fat Lumas. you got to let them go in. Yeah, you got to feed the fat Lumas. A bunch of starbirds. Yep. So, it collapses, the black hole, and explodes into a supernova. So then Mario and Peach are kind of just floating there like, okay, guess we're dead. And then Rosalina appears and she's like giant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Uh, she's a big girl. Big well, at girl this point, for a big galaxy. At this point, so she reveals that the dying stars later reborn as new stars. So all the lumas that that died, they'll be back. So it's not as sad. It's still pretty sad. It's still pretty <laughs> sad, but not as sad. So then, all of a sudden, Mario wakes up back in the Mushroom Kingdom, and then all the creatures you met through the whole game, they're back. So all the random creatures so are... So it was a dream. None of it happened. No, that's not true. Everyone's like on the front lawn of the castle. All the, the fish you met, all those enemies, uh, everything is, is chilling in the Mushroom Kingdom alongside Peach and Bowser. So Bowser was saved too, even though he got sucked in that black hole. And essentially what happened was the entire galaxy got reborn. Mm-hmm. So everything got destroyed. If it got reborn, it should have started out baby again. Why, well, we wouldn't be reborn at the exact same age, time, and technology and castle building that you are. That was at. Rosalina's influence. Sure, it was. It was. That's convenient. Trust me, I know. I played with her in Mario, Mario Kart. I know you eight. play with her. I do. Ew. 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 More like, oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, everything dies, everything's back, everything's happy again, even though uh, everything died. So, yeah, it's like a whole new universe, and then Mario says, Welcome to New Galaxy! <laughs> Yee-hee. Yee-hee. And it's kind of a depressing thing, I don't know. <laughs> and that's the game. That's the game. That's the game. So... Back to gameplay. Whenever you're doing um, each world, like it has those speedster comets. Yes. That was st- uh, racing the Shadow Mario thing, right? Speedster. Y- like it was yeah. a random thing you had to watch and go and. There's collect. a few different types of comets that would come back as challenge levels, and one of them was speedster. And yeah, there'd be a Shadow Mario racing for the for the finish, and you had to race them and get there first. Mm-hmm. There's a few other types of comets. Um, wow, none come to mind. Amanda, quick mm-hmm. talk while I... While you peruse your notes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Boo House level was one of the more confusing ones, where like Luigi's trapped and you have to... It was like more of a maze and you couldn't see everything and you had to go through a bunch of walls. Yeah. That one was one of the more easy to get lost in levels. That's true. Like not not too many of them are easy to get lost in. They're still pretty linear even though they're still round in 3D and have extra stuff. But that one you could get kind of stuck in for a little while. Um, well, I couldn't find... The other comets? The other comets. But there are other comets. We're not lying. But I did find something interesting about the music. Uh-huh. So 
to make the music, they actually have like soundtracks mm-hmm. and orchestra. And to do a lot of the music, it was created by a 50-man orchestra. Dang. So they went all out. It's not just like synthesized music like normal. They they went all out with this one, and it really shows. Um, the length of the original edition of the soundtrack is an hour and seven minutes. Mm-hmm. But there's also a platinum edition that's two hours and nine minutes long. That's awesome. That's cool. An hour and seven minutes is the original soundtrack? Yeah. That means you have a lot of repeating songs because that game takes a while. Well, With, if you do all of the stars and all of the levels and all of the different things, and there's only an hour of music. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's going to repeat a lot of music. Like every toy box level has the one song, Sped Up Mario. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of repeating, but the original scores are really good. Like the Good Egg Gal, the Good Egg Galaxy. Is that the first one? That's the first one. It's one of the best songs. So, some s- fun trivia things about this game. Fun. All right. How fun is They're it? They're probably fun. So, people could pre-order the game from GameStop. Mm-hmm. There was a mistake made where they'd receive an automatic phone call claiming it was a mature-rated game. The Super first, Mario Galaxy. first mature Mario ever. Yep. In the Good Egg Galaxy, which is the first level... There's a signpost hidden behind the door of a toad house nearby that Mario can read, and it made it act as a message to the door. This was done as a developer front by the developers as a shortcut, so instead of having to program a readable door. So they hmm. kind of cheated. There's, there's a picture. That is a picture. So that's kind of that's fun. After you collect 9,999 star bits, mm-hmm. all the coconuts in the world turn into watermelons. They still... Pop. Oh, th- those are the things that are kind of tethered, right? That you hit. Yeah, but I think it just changes the skin. Okay. In the, the good ones. Um. Hmm? Only read the ones that are more interesting. Is that no not interesting to you? No. Well, maybe it's interesting to me. There's a lot of them on there. I don't think you're gonna read them all. All right. Rosalina was originally going to have a beehive hairstyle (laughs) along with short, straight-cut bangs and long, curly locks in front of her ears. She also... That would be ugly. ...had more unique facial features rather than looking similar to Peach. Her dress, however, was changed to look less like Peach or Daisy. A beehive? Okay. Yeah, there's a picture here. It looks awful. It does. I'm glad they didn't go with that. You know what? It looks like the white girl from that Princess and the Frog Disney movie. Oh, yeah. It looks just like her. Big old hairstyle with a straight cut bangs. and It looks bad. Um, the Rolling Gizmo Galaxy. There's a hidden cluster of star bits that resemble a blue ruby from The Legend of Zelda. Hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of patterns in those star bits everywhere. Yeah. I say so. I would agree. I would agree with that too, because I said it. There's an unused Luma called Tekoji in the game's data. It vaguely resembles the Eldstar from the Paper Mario series and the Millennium Star from Mario Party 3. Oh, it has a little mustache? He's got a big old mustache and the big old bushy eyebrows. But he's not actually in the game. He's in the data, but he's not in the game itself. Huh. Um, Koichi Hayashida. The director of Super Mario Galaxy 2 and the level design director of Super Mario Galaxy 
provided the voice for Major Burroughs, which is a mole you meet through several bonus mm-hmm. stars. So he voiced them. They don't really have voices. They just make, well, they make noise. sounds. It's like Banjo-Kazooie. It's yeah. making noise. Yoshi was originally going to be in this game, but he was removed due to develop- to do to do do oh my god and due to due to <laughs> developers thinking that it would have been too much all at once. They said that if you're going to put Yoshi in a game, he has to be a main element, and that Super Mario Galaxy had spherical landforms and gravity shifts and lots of elements that were all new. And they also said even if we had used him. We might have only been able to use him on a single stage. So, they kept him out. Hmm. Probably a good call. Probably. Rosalina's storybook was written by Yoshiaki Koizumi, who wrote it at night without anybody knowing what he was doing. The following day, he re- he represented the story, or he presented the story. Damn, I cannot read right now. <laughs> he presented the story to Shigeru Miyamoto, who was surprised when Yoshiaki told him that nobody else knew about it. That's kind of cool. He wrote it in one night. Mm-hmm. Dude, he wrote a sad story. He did write a sad story. It's only like 10 pages long, though, so it's okay. Strangely, when the player plays as Luigi in the mission Luigi and the Haunted Mansion, the trap Luigi will still call out for Mario. Because in that mission, it's like a Haunted Mansion. There's a trap Luigi the whole time you're trying to free him. Mm-hmm. But the whole time he's calling for Mario. So when you're Luigi, he still calls from Mario. Um, obviously, they just didn't care to change it. Yeah. But it's still kind of funny. The star bits from Super Mario Galaxy and the gratitude crystals from Skyward Sword are all based on candy. The candy is called Konpeto, Konpito, and it's popular in Japan. Hmm. The game's cover, certain letters of the title and on the, on the main start menu have a small star under them. Reading only the letters, it spells out, you are Mr. Gay. Either a funny coincidence or a joke played by the cover artist. That's not very nice. How insulting. And then on Super Mario Galaxy 2, I believe it says like, yeah, I am, are you? Huh. So, Hmm. probably a joke by the cover guy. Probably. And last one, there's a planetoid in the Space Junk Galaxy that looks just like the ship from Pikmin 2. Really? Yep. Pikmin 2. So, is there anything else we missed? Um, we talked about the characters, the story, levels, gameplay. Music. Music. Modes you didn't like, levels you didn't like. Design. I think that's it. Cool. Unless you have any other thoughts or things you want to share about uh, it. You know, we could give it our personal rating, but yeah. these are all going to be games we like, so yeah, it'll be high. But or the would you recommend people play it? Yes or no? I would absolutely recommend it. Um, you can find it on the original Wii. You still find it in stores. It's not that rare. Or you can get it for the Wii U Virtual Console. Mm-hmm. It goes for twenty dollars. Was it on the Wii Virtual Console as well, or no. just the Wii U Virtual? Well, I mean, you could... No, it never was on the Wii Virtual Console. Okay. You had to buy it physical for the Wii, because they didn't put Wii games for download there. I oh, yeah, don't good think. point. Um, so, the, yeah, the Wii U Virtual Console, 20 bucks. It was a Nintendo Select, so it should be 20 bucks everywhere, or cheaper used. 
Um, absolutely recommend it. Much easier with the second player because they can collect a lot of the star bits that are mm-hmm. like out of reach or any of that. And then the being able to freeze an enemy that's just in your way so you can get around is handy. Yep. Um, definitely worth it. If you were going to play this one or two, mm-hmm. I would recommend two. It just perfected the controls and it's just overall probably a better experience, but very close to this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mix the two up a lot of times anyways. Yeah. So they're very similar. Um I'm gonna be more harsh on my ratings because these are all in these are all gonna be like our favorite games. Well, so I don't want to give them about all a game you don't like and then would you recommend it? Hell no. That's true, if we wanted to rip one open. <laughs> um but being one of my the games I love, I'm gonna rate it a seven out of ten. It has a lot of room for improvement. They didn't need to do the double 121 stars. That was way too much. And, like, I have a lot of patience. When I am running out of patience or I, I can't finish a game because I just I, it's too much, mm-hmm. that's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm, I've played through Fallout 3 probably four times. New Vegas I've played a few times. I've cleared the, the map. I have a lot of patience. This was a bit much. Bit much. Bit much. Uh, your final thoughts. Would you recommend it? Would you? What would you rate it? If you enjoy platformers, I would say yes. Give it a try. Um, if you have a second person to help you out, yeah, it does help a lot more. So it definitely is worth playing if you enjoy Mario games and platformers. So yeah, you can pick it up where Corey said to find it. And your rating? Um, I don't know. I'd probably give it a 7 out of 10 as well. Just because... I'm not as big of a platformer fan as you are. Kay. So if I actually were doing the levels the whole time, like I did a couple while you ran away to go to the restroom or get some food, and then you'd come back and you were three lives lower <laughs> for no reason. I don't know what happened. I think I think the dog got in the way of the sensor and oh, killed you. Um, probably. Because, you know, it wasn't me. Um, but, yeah, I'm not as patient with platformers. I don't like precision jumping and that kind of crap. It annoys the hell out of me. So if I were just playing it by myself, I would not beat this game. I would get really annoyed by the time of like the flipsy flopsy galaxy or something with all the switches that change where you're going and then jumping upside down. The fact that the controls don't always change like you're running forward and then you hit a different gravity spot and then all of a sudden you're running backward even though I'm still holding the forward like Mm -hmm. It would annoy me a lot, and I wouldn't have the patience for it. Okay. I do like the game, but I wouldn't be able to play the whole way through. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So 7 out of 10 from both of us. Definitely check it out. And keep in mind, that's a harsher rating for me. Because it's in our top games. If I, if I compared it to every other game I've played, I'd probably give it a 9 out of 10. Yeah. But this is like, okay, I like it, but being like... Really hard on it, 7 out of 10. But the point is, we would recommend it, and the overall game ratings for it did give it a 97. So Mm -hmm. it is an enjoyable game. All right. How do you want to close? Close the door. How do you want to close this podcast? Oh, um, probably by wrapping it up and then saying bye. Okay. Well, thank you for listening to our special episode. 
Uh, we plan on doing this with many games and of many times. And if there's a game that me, Amanda, and John have played um, and we all care for, we will have John on. This is just um, just because I don't think he's played Galaxy. So. He hasn't played a whole lot of Nintendo games. No. Not the newer Nintendo games. So Yeah, so we, we will mix it up and we will get him in. And uh, yeah, so thank you for listening. And we love you. Love you so much. And... Um, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>